Again, the countdown did not show up on my screen. So. It showed up on mine. It I did. had it, it was on there. I knew when to quit. For yeah. all intents and purposes, it could still be counting down. <laughs> it could be. I don't know. We're not even talking right now. But we're going to start regardless. Uh, anyway, hello, everybody. Welcome to On the Back Cash, where we talk all things Fetish Arts. My name is Cedric. Joining with me today is Chris and Zach. Yeah. Hi, everybody. We was up in the Pacific North. West doing something. Blizzard. Listen, yeah, it, it's we didn't talk about this, but the reason why there hasn't been episodes right now is because Will's computer went bye bye. Yeah, well, yeah, you rest in peace. Yeah, we had some. We recorded some reacts and yeah, um, reacts. Don't even. Whoa! The cat's not even camping about that one. Um, you know, we recorded Syriacs, and uh, Will has the software to, to edit those, and his computer decided it wanted to go kapooey, uh, which is probably why he's still out today, just trying to get all that stuff worked out. Y'all don't know, Will's computer is his lifeblood. Mm. I don't know if you know that, but... He does, he's into a lot of stuff. Um, he is, man. So if Check you're it out on guard, Instagram. Yeah, if you're a color guard and you need some music done, that's your man right there. Yep. But uh, but yeah, so it's been so it's been a minute. We haven't been around for a while, but got a few things that we're we're going to talk about today. Uh, kind of going back to DCI, uh, and yes, before anybody says something, we do know that there are other pageantry or besides DCI. You just get it, and in January and, and months after that, you're going to get all that you want. Um, well, our React episode was WGI. It was so. It was. Um, so that stuff's coming, but when news comes up and kind of feel a little bit obligated to talk about those things and to give our two cents on it, because everybody has an opinion on it. And, mm-hmm. You know, push comes to shove. The only people that really knows everything that's going on is the people that are involved, and they will let us know information as they see for us to know. Uh, which kind of preludes into our one of the things we're going to talk about today is with the Santa Clara Vanguard um, Jim Bucor announcing that not only is they suspending the season for the Cadet Corps, but they have also decided to uh, cease operations for the 2023 BCF season for the World Class Corps, um, which happened to be a very you know, I, I that thing, and I'm, if it wasn't trending on Twitter, it felt like it was. It's good. It, it was. A, it was big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's their first. It's the first. You know, the ha- the big hammer. Of, you know, one of the top groups getting hit by this whole financial situation. So it's gonna make some noise. Um, and as some people said, you know. This is the first time that the finals will not contain that Santa Clara Rain Guard in it, uh, which is pretty huge. I mean, they're only quoted, has made every single DCI finals in history, and they're having to uh, miss out on it. So, 
Chris, you said you had a statement ready? Well, I don't want to read the whole thing because it is it is lengthy. But I'm sure everyone's kind of seen this already. But um, just to go over a couple of the big things, um, one of the things that they say is that they've been trying to uh, work hard to find financing options. They cut budgets. They tried different fundraising uh, options mm-hmm. uh, to try to get it taken care of. Um, so they said each of those options had a result of lowering the quality of member employee experience uh, with some, a more vulnerable uh, position for the tour for this coming year. Um, they also talk about how last year was expensive when it came to, we talked about this already about, you know, goods and services for the tour, how much, you know, it costs to run a bus across the, you know, the States and, food and, and staff and, and supplies and, you know, all those things that, um, coming up, they talk also about, um, you know, they're trying to go different ways of trying to find money. They talk about bingo nights, that kind of stuff. You can also find this on their website. If you go to, um, Vanguard, uh, sevanguard.org, um, you go to their news. It kind of has a whole statement there. If you want to read it all in its entirety, um, uh, so they're doing that. They apologize to their members for what's what's uh, occurring because they've already started having camps. That's one of the one mm-hmm. things that, like, um, <clears throat> you know, if you're around the sport enough, you you realize that, like, you know, it's it's a year round thing. That's why we kind of talk. We, you know, it's been kind of influenced a lot of the stuff that we do because it is a year round thing, and and camps have already started. Um, so you know, memberships, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, they had a that going on, so they had to do it sooner rather than later. Uh, you don't mm-hmm. want to leave people along too long, which is a good thing by Vanguard and their organization. Well, and then to it's make like sure. you don't want to get so far that you're spending money that you don't have, you know, that you really need to be holding on to for later if you want to come back. So if they continue on and you know they pay arrangers and and copyright and things like that, that's money that they could be holding on to for their comeback versus spending it. And then knowing they're not probably going to be able to use that, that coming season. Yeah. I know the one thing I, I it's towards the end of their, their, um, their statements. Uh, but they say that, you know, they'll survive the setback. So we're probably going to see them try to come out next year. I would say, um, at least this is my opinion on this. It, I would say probably just the, just the more class color. I don't know if we'll see the open class, for a while, I don't think. Um, but then this one thing is, it, I think this resonates with DCI right now. And this is a quote from them. It says, quote, unthinkable times demand unthinkable solutions. And um, I think that wraps up exactly what's going on right now. It's just money's so hard. It's, it's, we're coming out of a pandemic where inflation is going up and, you know, hopefully we'll see that die down here soon. But Sometimes you got to make the drastic cuts to survive in the future. And hopefully for Vanguard, uh, they're one of my favorite chords. They're one of the ones that got me into, um, into the, the sport and activity. And I really hope to see them, um, go on. You know, I just hope this isn't, I hope it's just a yearly thing or whatever. Uh, I will say <clears throat> I, I cannot find the tweet. It's because it's been a while since this came out. I think this came out last week sometime. Um, 
when this came out, but someone had a screenshot. It's public record of like budgets for like Vanguard mm-hmm. and then budgets. I think they had like, was it blue coats and I know blue devils and blue, was it those in there? Yeah. We had both of them. Right. And so it showed a comparison and how much blue devils and Vanguard were spending their field two cores versus I think it was blue coats. I want to say that it was blue coats. Um, I, I wish I had the tweet in front of me. Um, but just the, just the expense difference, um, for them was, it's crazy to, to think, you know, millions of dollars <laughs> going into two organizations. So you can kind of see, you know, why this cut happened. Um, it did. If I, if I remember right, blue devils are in a little bit better spot than Vanguard was. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it's still a lot of money that gets moved around in one year. So, yep, there you go. Um, I'm wondering because you see this more in WGR than you do than you do DCR, but it's it's really nobody kind of questions um, indoor groups like if when they don't come out every single year, um, you know, especially. You know, everything been on the Midwest. You might not see a California group come out every year. They may come out every other year. I mean, even like in that. even in BOA, those Texas groups kind of alternate. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm wondering if you know that trend kind of continues with well, or will start. I wouldn't say trend continue. I would say start happening in DCI. Um, because we've heard of other groups having um, financial issues, um, but they dealt with it. But they had to, they ended up dealing with it during the season, which begs the question: like, were they even ready to have a complete season and do everything that they needed to do? Um, yeah. Or I mean, they, I will. I will say, I think you know, a lot of these organizations that like where their house kind of plays a big role with, with that. I think, you know, one California, one of the most expensive States before all this mm-hmm. goes down. So like, I mean, you're starting to have season. They have the furthest to travel every yeah, single and season. They have the first travel. So like the other organization, you know, you look at, uh, uh, Academy, they were having, um, there were some things that popped up with, I believe it was Academy. I think it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah, uh, but and there's, there's several that popped up, but like some of these places where they are, like does that does that play the bigger role in this? You know, when you look at you know a blue coats or a phantom, you know they're not having a, a lot of travel at starting out the gate. So I don't know if like I, I don't know. I, I think I'm saying something stupid there, but I think you know they say most of California anyway, West Coast, but like uh, the West Coast groups do. You know, but I mean, well, the beginning of the season starts out kind of regional. Mm-hmm. Uh, every now and again, you'll get like a Madison or a Phantom that will come out west uh, and join those guys. But for the most part, the beginning of the season is kind of regional. Um, and then they have to make that trek to Texas. Mm-hmm. And what you start, what you may start using, and all of this is. You know, we're playing the here's what could happen game. Um, and, you know, and so, you know, folks listening, you can 
in the comments, you can kind of give your, your thoughts as well as to what you may see happen is, um, and maybe one of the proposals that we're going to talk about here in a little bit, I might shift that a little bit too, if that was to go down. Um, but what you may see is like, instead of that Texas trek being a two week, you know, one week to get into Texas and then another week to stay in Texas, um, you may see just a one week, get your butt to Texas, let's hang out and then let's, let's go on and be where we need to be. Um, or cutting out Texas altogether. Oh, they can't do that. No, I'm talking like DCI moving. I know, like, I don't know. Like, I was just saying, because, like, I don't know. I feel like, you know, Texas is the big one, and then some still split off from there again. Like, they go more, you know, and so if you get the land. Anything, if, if, if finances seems to be a problem, because we've seen it with a couple of cores, but I don't think it's enough. It shook us because it was Vanguard. That's, That's what true. shook us. Because That's Jersey true, Surf had Jersey Surf had it this year. And then of course we know about the Academy stuff. We can assume well, they had it. Cascades didn't even come out this Cascades. past season. And that's what I was talking about that may be coming out every other year thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it may he, it may take them two years to get funds together and everything put together so they can come out. So it'll be interesting if they come out this year or they come out next year. Um, but having all of that, you know, travel, what you may see is for some cores, that San Antonio regional or that Southeastern regional in Atlanta, that's their championship. Yeah. Like we're going, we're we're stopping at Texas or we're going to stop in Atlanta and just be done. You may see a reduced tour from some of these groups and just say, all right, this is our championship here. Yeah, just cherry pick where they go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, I mean, in the GIA, kind of how it is. Like some groups that, you know, the California groups that can't make it out to to Dayton, that that Western Regional Championship mm-hmm. that's out in California. That's the one. That's the big one. That's the one. And if some of those groups honestly kind of take that championship a little bit more seriously, because um, sometimes I was even, I feel like. There might be a circuit that does theirs after Dayton. I could be wrong about that. Um, so it's a lot of it's a lot of thought to be you because uh, with it being Vanguard because you know we they're they're That's the epitome the of of class and a high quality organization and this is not saying that they're not. I think it's saying, I think it actually leads more to the fact that they are because they wouldn't let themselves get in a situation exactly. that could cause issues or problems. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. They recognized the problem before it came when they were just like, no, nah, let's cut ties with this right now. Yeah, because they could have pushed through through camp and got there and got like four, you know, two, three weeks into the tour, and then they got a gigantic problem because mm-hmm. now you're out who knows where and you've run out of money. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's 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 smart. I mean, it's one of those things like you hate to see that, but like sometimes you got to make the hard decision and you know, they just had the the you know, the the change up top mm-hmm. um in the organization overall, the the um performing arts organization that they're underneath. Um so, I mean, well, it's also like <clears throat> 
I guess a lot of the the shock factor is with because it's them. A lot of people, I guess, consider them to be like an untouchable. Like, oh, it's Vanguard; they're always going to be around. And now, I mean, we just got them back from the COVID year where they didn't come to the celebration mm-hmm. for obvious reasons. And then now, you know, we're like, oh, well, we have another season without them, potentially more. But I think I think just one season and. They've got something figured out, and, and they'll yeah, get I think, themselves together. I think together. what we were saying, I, I do think that – I don't think we'll see Vanguard Cadets for a while. I, if, yeah. if this is what's happening, they're going to have to small down their staff and budget overall. And so I think you're going to see just Vanguard and no no Vanguard Cadets um, for, I don't, I don't, for a while, I think. I think – I don't know. It might, we might be old. <laughs> this ain't the first time they've left it. You know, they haven't left the cadets at home. There was one, uh, one season here recently, I would say between the past five years, where the Vanguard cadets didn't come to, they didn't come to Indy. And I'm wondering if they didn't have a season, but I know they didn't come to Indy. So that could have been, honestly, that could have been the start of, Start of that stuff. Yeah, that year they didn't come come over because I mean, it is. I, you know, I joke around all the time saying BDC. They should somebody should pay the way for BDC to come, um, <laughs> just so everybody could, you know, goo goo gaga all over. But um, I don't know. It's it's something to think about. It's, mm-hmm. it's something to keep your ear to the, you know, ear to the grind too, because you know. If it's if they're struggling, and I know they're on the West Coast, but you know how hard is it that everybody else is having to fight to yeah. to make a season happen? Because something's gonna break. Either the kids yep. aren't gonna be able to afford it, so they won't do it, or they're causing like if we're gonna do this, we're gonna have to make cuts or or something. That I affects. saw really uh, a a tweet that made me laugh, but I think it has a lot of. I mean, it's, I feel like I said this, but it's true. They said to all the people that are saying, well, if they didn't have as many props, uniform changes, they'd be able to have a season. It's like, that's the same as telling millennials, well, if you don't put avocado on your toast, then or if you quit you'd going be able to Starbucks. To save money. Yeah, you won't go to Starbucks. You won't save money. It's like, I mean, that's the exact same thing. So, like, um, I laughed at it. And I was like, yeah, you know, I said that too, you know, with the props. Mm-hmm. So, which, I mean, to a degree, I think that does play into it, but when you think about the overall, like where the bulk of the funds are going to, that's mm-hmm. a comparative, a, a smaller percentage than, than the props and stuff. But I mean, I mean, that like, is a way to save money though. If, if, it, if that just, you know, that 30, 25, $35 we spent on a t-shirt at somebody's sous vide booth at worlds that, you know, that those t-shirts they sold at worlds could have been make or break for somebody. Yeah. If, if it comes down to it, I mean, so, you know, yeah, $35 for a t-shirt might seem like a lot, but you might be helping them feel the bus to get back home after finals are over. Uh, I mean, so basically feed the kid for a day. Yeah. 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 That's so you're feeding 150 kids plus staff. I mean, I mean, I like to see what the number is of people like complete core that has to, to be on the move. Um, because all those people got to eat, you know. 
Maybe we yep. can get a core director on here for an interview one time. Just kind of talk about logistics, <laughs> make some phone calls. And we'll see. So. <laughs> I mean, I know, I know our little budget just to run indoor for a season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm just like, and there's what twelve of y'all. Yeah, twelve, thirteen of us. You know, how much we're paying for rooms and entry fees and yep. all that stuff. So. It's a lot. It's a lot that goes into it. I mean, I, you, you gotta want to do it. I, I, I don't want to beat a dead horse on this, uh, but what? It's almost like what would it take to be? I know they have sponsors, but like, if they could cut a TV deal, I mean, you got four more like, yeah, 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 but like to get on ESPN to Ocho. You know, right. but does that does that well that gets into the whole do do the cores get revenue off of of mm-hmm. of that of those deals and that gets into a whole nother union association cuts to organizations. You know, it'd be cool if there was like a you know they have like NFL hard knocks or if they had like a spring training where they follow us a core and doc, like documentary style. What's going on? It wouldn't be the blue coats because they won't tell the they, they won't let anybody see their show until Worlds. So, uh, <laughs> of course, do that on their own. Yeah, you yeah. have to pay for a subscription to, do, yeah, to, but like, to watch it. You know, if there was like um like a Netflix documentary, like a not like Last Chance You, but like you know where they follow a specific team and or, or in this case it would be a specific core for a season, and you get mm-hmm. to see like the behind the scenes inner workings of you know the the Costco and Sam's club runs for the food staff and the, you know, the sumi booth and all that stuff. That would be super cool. I do think like kind of going off that, we're just talking about, I do think that if DCI wants to make sure the seasons go the, what they need to do, or even the cores at general, there's going to have to, I, I don't know. Maybe there is revenue that goes to the cores from the flow market. They get stuff. something. I don't know I what they remember. get. Well, but, I don't know. If, I know they get something from the live shows. I don't know if they get any kickback from flow. Uh, so that that in my regard is something that might need to look be looked at to see. You know, do they give a bigger piece of the pie? If there is a if it is a piece that already goes out to the cores, what that looks like. Um, because I mean, it is kind of set up like NFL, NBA, MLB, whatever you have. So revenue is a big portion of now it's a smaller revenue than those, those get, but maybe it does take DCI going out and getting more advertising dollars and trying to get more people outside of the DCI realm of sponsorships to come in and like maybe sponsor a show or, you know, that kind of, I know they have like, like, you know, you'll have like your typical, like, you know, band organization sponsors that like sponsor mm-hmm. shows, but like maybe getting someone else to influx some revenue so like and money a bowl into game. It. So welcome yeah, to like the, the like, roofclaim.com DCI yeah. Southwestern Championship. Well, like I'm well, a big. The regions are, the regions yeah. are sponsored. Yeah. Already. But I was like, even like the smaller one, like I'm a 
as I, I'm a, I play a lot of disc golf, so I watch a lot of disc golf. And every event has a title sponsor mm-hmm. for it. So, like, they have stuff everywhere, or then, like, there's commercials within it that are, you know, you know, like the disc golf pro tour championship was sponsored last year by Johnsonville. Like, you know, like that was a huge sponsorship and then, you know, you know, building up from there. So I don't know if that's a, a way hmm. to look at it or I don't know. I just want to see Vanguard back out there. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah. Let's move on before I get more mad. Yeah. <laughs> so I think they'll figure it out. You're not yeah, mad. You're just passionate. Yeah. And I hope the so, people that audition land on their feet. So, yeah, and, and really quickly, kind of along that line, they uh, a lot of cores have offered up um, auditions for their yep. core for free. Yeah, um, I know some people are kind of freaking out about that. It's like they're not offering them free membership; they're offering, offering them a free them camp, a free camp to audition. Um, so. I think that's pretty cool of yeah. them to do that. Yeah. Well, that's like a, that's like a almost a no brainer because you know if there's somebody who's good enough to be in Vanguard, then yeah, you know why <laughs> wouldn't you want to allow them to come and fill a spot that you need a a hole filled in or, and that could potentially trickle down to some of those, you know those, thirteen through fifteen cores that are just missing a little bit more punch, you know mm-hmm. if if somebody gets a spot here and then somebody drops down. I don't want to say drops down, but you know what I'm saying. You know, Gold is making finals. Everybody from SCB but just goes to gold. And that's what I was just like. You, <laughs> you joke and say that, bro. Because here's the thing. You know their fees are cheaper. Doc Horse, it's, hot topic. It's a, it's a smaller group. So the, the population is, I mean. Or, you know, do they all go to Pacific Crest? That's see, a California group. Bring back Pioneer. Okay, watch Lord. it. <laughs> all right. Now let's transition right. to our next segment, please. Moving on. So DCI. I feel sound. Oh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> I'm about to kick you out. <laughs> So DCI has uh, released the proposals that have been proposed um, for from the real Congress uh, that will be voted on uh, January 6th and 7th at the winter. Wow, that's coming up pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, some of these are really interesting, uh, just, you know, for some. So, uh, so we're going to talk about some of these. Uh, so, Chris, I'm going to let you do that. All right, so there are six proposals coming out, and some are, eh, they make, you know, that you can see them passing, and then other ones we're going to talk a little bit more on, too, because it feels like um, someone's going after some people. All right, um, so the first one they have is, uh, the title is, and you can find this on DCI's website, um, under their, their news uh, for the proposals. Let's go proposals at a glance. Uh, so number one is addition of Brass Ensemble Judge at regionals and championships and removing of additional music analysis judge. So what they say is that this proposal will remove the second music analysis judge and add one ensemble judge who evaluates from the press box level at all major regional events. And that includes San Antonio, Atlanta, Atlanta and Allentown and all three dates of competition in Indy. 
for the DCI World Championships. This judge's sole focus will be to evaluate the holistic brass ensemble from the same viewing perspective as the general effect and music analysis judges. That is proposed by Michael Martin from Carolina Crown. So that's the, the first change, which I think um, makes sense a little bit. Would this replace the on-field judge? No. no. This, this is okay. up, in the, up in the press box. So basically... I think both of the music analysis judges are in the box. So that will yeah. replace one of those. Mm-hmm. And that I person see. will solely think about brass and not the percussion as well. So what makes me think, though, too, so do they change the what music analysis captions are? Like, does that make sense? No. No? no. Okay. They're just basically they're just changing the music analysis person to a brass person that's in the box. So think about how we do in, in uh, Which, the bluegrass individual ensemble music. Yeah. That's essentially what it is. Mm-hmm. It also makes sense because you you have an individual percussion uh, judge, so it makes sense that there would be a brass one. So Now, but uh, at finals, there's not an individual percussion judge, right? There is a percussion judge, yes. Yeah, uh, there is, so, yeah. My fault. Like, uh, I'm thinking of our. You're thinking of our second. No. Yeah. No. Um, but that will beg the question, though. Um, if this passes, what they want, will they want the same thing, and for percussion, eventually, either a percussion person that's up top or an own field percussion that's like literally on the field just for the battery and then one for just the front. I think because the latter of that would be makes more sense to me because I mean that's a lot of cover I feel like. Here's the thing well, I think if the reason they're behind them having two now I, I don't know if this is true or not but if there's two music analysis judges that keeps things from being you know like this one music analysis judge tanking somebody and completely holding them out. If there's two, you know, that can balance out. Well, if one really likes this person, but the one doesn't like them, there's a way to balance it out versus it just being, does that make sense? What I'm saying? Yeah. Like they, it keeps it from, I don't know. I don't think the percentages would be the same though. Wouldn't it? I, I mean, I don't well, know. What he's saying is if the music analysis doesn't like, you know, the way that somebody's, stuff is set up, they can't just take a group. Two of them would balance it out. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that's why... They do that... But, well, I mean, they do the same thing for general effect. Mm-hmm. There's two of those for Which those... Which we'll talk about reasons. here in a second. Um, there's two of those for those major regionals, and so they, they do all that good stuff. My my interest would be how would they, would they split the brass, the brass points which essentially would be 10% of each now for mm-hmm. uh, on-field brass and then brass, sorry, uh, brass analysis and then brass ensemble. Would it be 10% or would they make the brass ensemble? Well, the brass ensemble is going to be 10%. So yeah, I was brass, saying it would be 10%. Yeah. Is brass going to keep 20 or is music analysis going to keep 20? Um, so I would say that music analysis would keep the 20 just because – it's the over, it's like an overall. Yeah. Oh, that's just, I mean, I think so, that I mean, I was, I'm just thinking of, we know that Carolina crown proposed this. Is this because they feel like 
in the music analysis department, they're not getting credit for what they're doing or something along those lines. Well, when you're on the field, you can hear, I mean, somebody's having a bad day. That's what I'm yeah. saying. So are they wanting to get, I don't know, are they wanting to have somebody up in the you, box to not hear all that stuff? I don't know. I'm just trying to think of, we know that Crown is the one who proposed this, so why is it that they are wanting this change to happen? What has been happening in recent years for them to feel like this needs to be changed? And maybe other people want it too, and they're just the ones that put the paper in. And they're probably just in. the ones that co-signed off on it and are proposing it. It could be that. Like, what is that going? What is this change going to do to benefit them? Because you're not going to propose it if you don't think it's going to benefit your group. Well, it says on the record, highlights and evaluating, however, subjectively, the difference in acoustic and amplification enhanced sound for the purpose of volume is of particular concern to everybody. So it kind of goes along with some proposals we're going to talk about a little bit yes. later. Yeah. Um, this would serve as a very specific avenue by which instruction and designers might have open and honest dialogue with the judging community about the quality and quantity of amplification practices as it pertains to the brass choir and will provide a standard uh, educational and educational uh, guardrail on a road to a more sophisticated productions without imposing imposing a um, hindrance on creativity. Hmm. Okay. Uh, what chord does that sound like? Hmm. Uh, hmm, hmm, hmm. I mean, that's what it is. It's it's just trying to pull out the overall sound to be more specific to to give individuals a chance to show off and showcase themselves. That's what I if I was going to break it down that way. That way, you have an individualized brass than just an overall music hmm. which which we talk about here later on yeah you'll see why that see, is you, on there when you read the proposal you think it's just about making sure that you hear the holistic of the brass choir as opposed to the individual on the ground but when you hear the on the record part about the explanation about why they presented it it gives you a completely different feel about why it's there and that, I mean, here's the thing. I think a brass ensemble judge would be great. I really do. But not for that reason. Yeah. Not for the reason that they proposed it. Yeah. That's we'll talk. We can talk more about that one here in a second because I think those go along with um, a couple other ones. All right. The second one is competition times. This is. Uh, the summary of this one is, this rule proposes all world and open class cores. Competitive performances fall between 8 to 10 minutes in length with core schedules in 15-minute intervals. Currently, cores are typically scheduled in a 17-minute interval. Intervals with a ruling book stating each, quote, each world-class core shall be in competition with its complete competing personnel not less than 10 or more than 13 minutes. That's a mouthful. Each open class core not less than 8.5 minutes, no more than 13 minutes. Um, I'll read the on the record for these because I guess that context will be important to that. Uh, they say the purpose of this rule is to decrease the show length for all cores and thus their subsequent preparation time, students' physical exertion, and potential costs as well to decrease the overall time requirement of a DCI event and create better consistency of show planning that almost always include a mix of board and open class units. 
I'm going to be honest with you. I think this one's going to pass. When they say potential costs, are they referring to monetary costs or like yes, I think so. Costs? I think that's what they're going for there. So it says student. So it says preparation time, students' physical exertion, and potential costs. So I'm guessing. How does shortening the show make your show cheaper? Music writing, paying for stuff. I guess I don't but know. But I mean, I'm thinking as far as travels concerned, you're already there. So and an extra minute and a half, two minutes. I think it goes into. I think it's the show money. design aspect of it. So like the the music writing, the drill writing, getting permissions for music, you're not having to get another extra five minutes of show or whatever. Mm. I don't know. Okay. I think this one's gonna pass. How long do they I, get I in BOA? Like, what's their rule? What's their time limit in BOA? For sure it's fifteen. That's like, I think it's okay. Right so in there. if they cut back the time to the same amount of time as BOA, what's separating DCI from BOA other than instrumentation quality? Because if we're talking, well, but if we're talking <laughs> about this is marching music's major league, it's got to be a step above what we see in BOA, which it is on a natural. But I mean, we're talking about I don't know if I'm going to go see DCI. I know that I'm paying for to see athletes performing music at the highest capability that they can. And, and yes, I understand that 17 minutes is, a, is, I guess, a long amount of time. I didn't march. So, I mean, hell, I, I felt like seven and a half minutes was a long time when I did high school. But if they're going to be the next step up, that like the pros, you know, NBA players play a longer game. They play a longer schedule. Yeah, I, I get what you mean, but I also think like how many times have we sat there and watched a show and we're just like, Okay, I don't know why that's here or what's going on with this part. I, I think that That had nothing if, to do with the time limit. That's just so what I'm saying design. is that well what I'm saying is that if you have to if you have to prepare for um you know, you know, a 10 to 13 minute show compared to an eight to 10 minute show, you're cutting out a lot of designs. You get a, you know, it's almost like that, you know, the subsequent quality over quantity almost. I think this is like the, the secondary part of this, of this thing is that you get, you get more quality out of it. I think if you cut down three minutes, four minutes, five minutes, whatever you have, um, with that, because I feel like a lot of times we say, "Okay, what's going on? Why? Why is that here? Why is this? What are we doing here?" That transition is weird. I don't know. I I think that this one, out of all the ones I've kind of seen so far, are the ones I think the one that I think will get through and, and pass. But that's just my opinion. I think it would be better for DCI in the long run when it comes to like design and. You're going to get full bore for, you know, nine minutes instead of, you know, I don't know. This is my opinion. I don't, I don't think this is about design. I think it's about making it easier to put a show on the field. Um, less prep time. I think that was one of the things in the rationale. So instead of spending a whole month, it kind of goes back to money again, maybe. Instead of spending a whole month, you only need to spend two weeks. I mean, 
we talked about it with the uh, with Crown the COVID year, how they were got together for a week and then put on that show that they put on. Mm-hmm. You know, if we don't if we don't have to do all of that, then why do all of that? Um, I think that's where that one's trying to go. I don't, I don't think it'll pass because you do that. Of course, somebody like me is like, okay, so are we, are we going to cheapen some of these ticket prices or mm-hmm. is my subscription <laughs> yeah. to floor marching going to go down? Because mm-hmm. now, you know, I'm not getting as much thing for my book. I mean, it's the same thing, you know, when a player buys an NBA, you know, ticket expecting to see, LeBron James and the whole team. Because here's the thing, too. If you cut the showtime back, is it going to cut the core fees back to March? Probably not. Mm -hmm. So if I'm going to pay $3,500 for an eight-minute show. Put that in perspective. That's true. (laughs) Yep. I mean, you already spend so much time to do everything that they need to do. And now you're mm-hmm. That one's, I think that one's an interesting one. I think we'll, I, 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 would, pass, but I mean, and I, no, you got, I mean, I think, I get I think it. you guys are right. I mean, I agree with what you're saying too. I just, I just feel like the direction that things have been going as far as DCI, I think that, I mean, that also, if you're talking about in, in, in terms of time, you know, if they're paying judges by the hour, that's saving money on judging costs because they're not, if you're shaving off that much time from each performance block, that's going to potentially be an hour or two less of pay for them. I don't know how that works. Time they do that, most of the time they do, people do judges by the units, how many units you're actually judging. Mm-hmm. So, right. Let's go number three. So this one... I got a little bone with this one because I feel like this is like our circuit and this drives me crazy. <laughs> so this says changes the captions, general effect one and general effect two to general effect music and general effect visual. Uh, this is proposed by Michael Martin again from Carolina Crown. Um, it says uh, this proposal would change the nomenclature of the general effect judging captions to general effect one and general effect two to general effect music and general effect visual, which we already said. Uh, the context is our shows are indeed more organically, both visual and musically inspired in design, but that does not necessarily mean that they should be evaluated as organically. For the purposes of ranking and rating, the judges' purviews should be more specific. An exhibition or any other non-competitive sphere, less specific commentary and evaluation is not necessary as it is a competitive environment. I don't like that. <laughs> um, I've always had a bone to pick with when it comes to general effects. When we split some music and visual, because honestly, kid. go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, I said poor kid. Oh yeah, uh, because I feel like, in my opinion, you can't talk about effectiveness of a show without talking about both music and visual combined. To me. I feel like I feel like they work together. When you talk about the overall effect of a show, 
now there is effectiveness in music and there's effectiveness in real and, and visual and you know what you're doing there but i feel like you're talking about overall effect of a show there they have to be together because musical moments and visual moments come from not only from each other but from themselves right to being combined together so i don't know i feel like that's splitting if they work uh, uh, they work in tandem as uh, you know, uh, you think about you think about angels and demons. You know, the visual, general visual effect is complementary to what's happening in the music, and vice versa. You know, if uh, so, okay. I mean, I think I don't feel like changing the name is really going to change much. Yeah, and see, that's what I'm saying is that I because don't. I feel like it's going to. It's like they said. I mean, G- we hear it all the time. We hear it all the G- time from judges from our shows. Like, there'll be general effect music, but then we're just hearing. Make a visual comment. Yes, you see what I mean. Like, I, so, I feel like I don't know. Now they'll probably. Eh, I'm gonna stop. What I was gonna say, but you're gonna hit. So, you're gonna get. Higher, what, here's know. what I think they're doing. <laughs> I think they're biting off of WTR because WTR now has music effect and music. Um, general effect music and general effect visual. But here's how they do it. In the two sub-captions, it's visual or music effect depending on the major caption. And then this other sub-caption is overall effect. So I think that's what... I think if it passes, that's what you're going to get. And if they do it that way, I do like that because there are some shows that are very visually effective but not musically effective mm-hmm. at all. I, mean, I agree with that. I get and, what you mean. And, and look who's proposing it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This past year. Because that's... <laughs> well, but which, which is weird because... Well, it may have benefited them because their music effect scores might have would have been high, but I don't know. I didn't... Personally, I didn't think the visual, the visual aspect of it was very effective. Just my personal opinion. Um... So, but it it forces you to make sure that both sides of the coin is good. Mm-hmm. I, understand, I understand that. And maybe, you know, with it being DCI judges, you would get a true, like, music effects. What's, what's weird about some effects, of these rule changes, but, especially to the captions, it you almost want to see, well, if this goes through, what will happen to the sheet? Yeah, you know what? How are they going to reflect this on the sheet? Is it just going to be a name change, and they're going to continue judging the way they are, or are they going to change the different breakdowns, content achievement, this and this? Yeah, I think if what Seth was saying, if they do the mm-hmm. more the WGI approach, I, that would make me feel better. But I feel like they, they, they just change, change it, and then the captions don't. I just feel like they they're intertwined too much for me. In my opinion, but to be judged separately. Yeah. But all right. Um said any more closing thoughts on that one or well I was just kinda of looking at some recaps from um WGI and that's why I saw how the captions were set up. I kinda of figured that's the way that it was, but I wanted to double check. But you know, like I say, it causes you to have to be consistent across the board. Like I'm looking at one group, second in music effect, but fourth in visual effect. You know. Just, now, I will say, if they do do that d- at DCI level, you're going to see some some changes, I think. <laughs> I, you know, you know, with placements, I think that 
that could play a role. Sure. All right, number four, which we can just this one. Uh, this is proposed <laughs> by um, uh, three people from Madison Scouts. Uh, this is pacing of evaluation. So this, uh, what this is saying is, this proposal would introduce a ten-day exhibition period at the beginning of the 2023 DCI tour, providing performers an opportunity to transition into the competitive season with a series of non-scored performances. As proposed, all performances through July 6th would receive a verbal feedback from adjudicators. No scores would be recorded privately or publicly for these performances. The recording and publication of scores would begin with events on July 7th. So this says, today's average DCI performer spends just 1.2 years in activity. As such, a greater percentage of our students are experiencing their first public performances during the first weeks of the season. Hosting a set of non-scored shows provides these performers with the opportunity to stabilize their personal performances without the added pressure of public adjudication. My two initial thoughts. One, is this trying to prevent slotting early on? And two, my, just I don't think them being – because what it sounds like in their explanation is, well, those early shows are um, you know, kind of throwing them into the fire without – them having good reps and, you know, being stable. Um, and it's kind of the way I hear it is like they're saying, well, that's why students aren't staying in the activity. But I don't know. Well, agree I mean, with that, if you want to have, I mean, as we're saying, but that you have to aren't... go ahead. But what do you just, we just you say, oh, well, we don't want to be scored until we feel like we're ready. I don't know. I, I, you know, I mean, the one thing they put in here is, you know, it's 1.2 years in activity. They are right. I don't know if they're trying to, I don't know if they're trying to say like for the, it's like the mental health aspect of the, of it, or I don't know. It's kind of a mixed thing. The early season performances before July 7th are not the reason why they're leaving the activity. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know about that one. I I understand Like if you want to have a preseason, that's fine if that's what you want to do, but it shouldn't be like the first month. Or yeah, well, it's only a couple of weeks actually. It's only a couple of weeks, but like if you want to have a preseason, then I mean that I mean that's that's cool. Then then just do like the first week of shows. Yeah, like the premiere, like the Detroit yeah. show. That could yeah. be a premiere and with no scores. I if guess. you want to do that, that's fine. But I mean, it also goes to the point of like scores give you direction as far as like I don't know. It, it's a mixed bag. Like is it, it the scores or kind of direction where you need to go? Direction. Yeah. But I don't see the overall comments like, you know, getting giving feedback you can change some things, but I don't know. That one that one to me I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it'd be interesting to see if they got feedback from these shows or not. I mean, because here's the thing, if they're exhibition, do you want judges there? Because that's a cost save. Yeah. That you could you could implement if you did that. Um, which usually, I know when for... It says that they would get verbal it. feedback from judges during this time period. So I guess you would just get comments only, mm-hmm. which you're still having to pay for judges at that point. 
Yeah, they're. I think they're just trying to scope this as far as like mental health, because at the end of the the on the record it says stabilize their personal performances without the added pressure of public adjudication. But kind of along the lines of Zach's that's previous thought, it's the it's the major leagues of marching band. Like, yeah. Like it's the highest of the high. Like there's gonna be pressure. Like you kind of know that I would think you would know that getting into it. Like I said, I, if you're talking about mental health, it's not performing at the end of June when you're not ready. That's causing people to leave. It's the, the grind. Yes, yeah, the grind. Well, and other factors that. Yeah. Yeah. We don't need to have. We can have a full episode on if we wanted to. Yeah. But. Yeah. I don't know. That one just, I don't know how I felt about that one. All right. <laughs> so. Let's just do these together. Uh, I mean, so the next two, the next two proposals are pretty, um, I feel, directed <laughs> towards certain aspects of the activity that have started to pop up. Um uh, throughout number five is brass amplification parameters. Uh, this is brought forward by members from uh, the Scouts, Crown, and Cavies. Uh, this one says this proposal stipulates that short range personal microphones cannot be used for ensemble reinforcement of the horn line. Such microphones would only be used to amplify musical content that is solistic or soliistic in nature. This proposal will not place limits on the number of performers that may perform such content at one time or through the duration of that ensemble's performance. Noted is that the amplified solo content should not reinforce non-amplified ensemble content. And on <laughs> this, this is what makes me laugh is this, this portion. This honest approach protects the level playing field that DCI has historically fostered and promoted and it ensures that students leave our core as musically educated people who are able to rely on their own abilities to strive and accomplish and who value the act of doing so, understanding the value of true musical achievement modeled through the approach of those that instruct them in DCI as an organization. Blue Coats, where you at? That's, <laughs> that's, that's what I feel like that's going for there. Uh, here's my thing. The, what, the way they describe it, because where we sit, where we have sat the last few times, you can see there's mics on the ends of people's bells, and it's not just for solo purposes. You can hear it through the speakers. We all heard it, and Blue Coats are one of those people, yes. The way they describe it is, if it's for a solo or like a group, absolutely. Like I think at Ouroboros, that small ensemble they had, that is the way that they want it to go and to work. Um, I do think that when you start miking individuals and pumping them through during full core moments, it does kind of ruin the authenticity and the, the, you know, the, the, the natural sounds of the group. Like I think about a group in our, our circuit on the high school level, they were amazing, but I don't think, I don't feel like I heard an actual authentic sound from that group. I know you're talking one about one time. It all came <laughs> from the speakers to me and it still sounded great. And I, I really enjoyed it, but it wasn't natural sounding. 
And yes, blue coats do a lot of that, and but they do a lot of other good things. Yes, for the yeah, activity that's, with this. I, when you read and that, there are other cores that use mics too, but yes. that's just the ones that come to mind for me specifically. Like if you read that entire thing, to my in my mind, it's like this is the blue coats rule. Like I think, I, I, honestly, that's how I feel because they really use electronics. We've seen it for the last few years. We we talked about it on our show before how they progress mm-hmm. the the activity with you know all their kind of stuff and one of the things was electronics and things things like that. But there are other chords that do it too, mm-hmm. you know. And so, like, I don't know. Said you look like you're you're in he some is deep thought percolating over there. Like you are you are about to do we need, do you need to get the button ready? The mic this? drop. Do, do we need it? Nah. Read six. Okay. All right. I'll read six. All right. <laughs> Excuse me. So number six, also in that same kind of realm, uh, is called Brass Pre-Recorded Sampling Electronics Management. This is brought on by people from the Scouts and Crown. It says, this proposal would restrict the direct and simultaneous duplication of brass parts within a given core brass music by similar pre-recorder or synthetic electronic voices. And with the context, it says, without the ability to increase the volume of the brass line via pre-recorded or synthetic sampling, this will preserve the integrity of the brass performance caption and the ensemble and effect captions, relying purely on the performance of the individual students to generate impact and effect through brass performance. Once again, that's what that feels like to me. (laughs) So it's clear that these are pointed at blue coats because they're the best at doing it. Clearly. As a judge, if you cannot tell the difference between an authentic brass sound in an amplified electronic brass sound. You don't need to be in the box. Can you can you drop that? Can you? I'm sorry, my hands are in my pocket because I because I, I would be talking <sighs> like this right now. Was that good? Was that good? Was that good? Was close. Um, was close. Okay. Um. Seriously, like the judges are not dumb people. I know we say they do, they're dumb sometimes, but they're really not. <laughs> They're really not. They have some of the best ears in the world. They know how much electronics is being used when somebody's pushing a knob and when the core's doing it. Because hell, I could tell it. Because one, it's funny because one of the groups that proposed this, Cavaliers, one year I specifically remember them pumping. Because that was a very, uh, yeah, it was a very unnatural crescendo. And so I was like, okay, they somebody just literally turned up the volume. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that begs the but, question then, like, if, if the judges know that's what's going on, then why do it? Here's the thing. <laughs> I use this analogy for baseball. I'm not a huge baseball fan. But, you know, I, I kept up with it. And, you know, if you know baseball, you should know Barry Bonds. Okay. Barry Bonds, <clears throat> they're steroids. Here's my argument. Allegedly. That. Allegedly. Here's my <laughs> argument to that. Okay. 
he still has to hit the ball. I get what you mean. Yeah. He's still got to hit the ball. Yeah, him shooting up doesn't the, mean he's going to hit the ball every time. Allegedly. He's got to be. He's got I mean, he could be the strongest person on the planet. You can get the world's strongest man. Shout out to ESPN02. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first time we dropped them this episode. To play baseball. But if they can't hit the ball, what is the point of all of that strength? And then I on mean, top of that, when you're, when you're stronger, you have to adjust your swing in order to hit the ball. Because now you're swinging a bat faster, so you have to adjust faster. So you still got to hit the ball. Yeah. They are playing – Blue Coats might be using electronics and doing the looping and doing all this stuff. But you know what? If somebody fracks a note – Yep. Yep. You gotta hear that over and over or again. You miss a partial, and they crescendo exactly. on that. It's a wrap. You you have to. The amplification only works because they're executed. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason why they do what they do. That's a risk that they're willing to take mm-hmm. that nobody else is willing to do. Somebody, Everybody else, go ahead. Let's just say somebody comes in a beat early or a half step off in kinetic noise. That show is over. Exactly. Everybody else is over. using amplification. But then, to make but them then hold on, hold on. I'm playing devil's advocate here. I, okay. I, I agree with you guys. Don't, uh, I'm with you. But taking that argument that, you know, a judge, so a judge knows when electronics are being used, are you going to count that against the group if they miss something because it was amplified? Yeah, you got to. Okay. I'm saying because whether it's amplified or not, you missed a note. If but would have been if heard you, if it wasn't amplified. If is what I'm saying if your snare attack is dirty, it's dirty whether it's on a mic or not. You know, well, if what you I'm saying F is F sharp instead of F natural, whether it's mic or not, it's still wrong. Would it be heard as as the same as it would have been? I mean, not it probably would be, but like it's kind of like the whole like if no one's there when a tree falls, you hear it. That kind of thing, you know well, what I mean? It's got a like, mic under it. You do, <laughs> but what I'm saying, like, <laughs> it got, it's not the same thing. Like, if you do, you, you count that against them because if the, so, you know, I don't know, that's so a risk you got to take. Here, I'm going to say this one: you got to evolve or you get left behind. And that's the thing about it. It's it's not about the amplification. It's the fact that they've mastered how to do it. Yes, Their amplification yeah. sets up a soundscape. To do the stuff that they're to do the shows that they're doing, I'm sorry, but if you take those two rules and they actually pass, you don't get kinetic noise. You don't get the tilt at the end. Nope. You don't get this past year show. Nope. Like, and you're talking about, and, and one of the other rules before is talking about uh, creative hindrance of creativity. You just took away a tool that. I core decided we want to lean into this mm-hmm. and make this our own and make this. You just took that tool away from them because you didn't want to use the resources or use the time to figure out how to make it work. I mean, if you really look at these proposals, like <sighs> one, three, five, and six all kind of feel now, five and six are direct attack to blue coats, right? <laughs> that, that is their attack. But, like, you know, one is changing to a brass ensemble judge. 
and it's brought up talking about the judging the community about the quality and quantity of implication practices mm-hmm. that pertain to brass choir, right? Uh, and then, you know, changing general effects. Um, so it says, you know, you know, both visually and musically. So, like, the implication plays a role in that, too, because you're going to get more effectiveness from uh, music from that. So making sure that, you know, that's changed. But, like, it's it, – it feels like, you know, it's going – they're just going after one core. I mean, I hate to say it. I hate to be, you know, like that, but I mean, it's what it is. They're, they're going up against blue coats. Cause like you said, um, said they figured it out. Here's the thing and, though. If, you, if you're talking about just brass, bra- blue coats were fourth in brass at finals. Yeah. They and don't like, like says, the saying, they don't suck. And it'd yeah. be different if they were sweep, sweep in. They're not even Every winning. caption. They didn't even sweep GE. BD did. So who? I don't know. Uh, it's a weird. It's a weird. Those two proposals, like, like the other ones, you can kind of like mask. It will, and, like, and I understand. <laughs> like, I understand wanting to preserve the authenticity of the activity, and 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 even sometimes to a point, I feel like some people use too much electronics but i'm not saying you shouldn't use it at all by any means because that's part of it but because you aren't making those changes or you aren't figuring it out to how to use it to benefit your group doesn't mean other people shouldn't be able to use it well here's the thing they made that rule to allow electronics how many every years ago it mm-hmm. was because you know People want to start using their narration. People start to mic in their pit because of because the brass sounds got stronger and mm-hmm. all this stuff. But then when you start putting synths in there, you have to do something to make sure the brass got over the synths. So they you know they allowed you to mic the horns and stuff like that. Well, like I said, whoever was at Blue Coast is just like, oh, fuck, we're going to use it. Let's let's figure out what we can do with it. You know, and it's. It's they're not they're proposing it for the wrong reason. They, yes. it's, it's not about it's not about, and I don't know these people, but it's I don't think it's about keeping the tradition or whatever it is, or the you know the genuine whatever the words that were being used. It's it's not about that. It is we can't afford to buy a nice sound system and hire people to make it work. So we just don't want nobody to use it. No, I'm with you. I I agree. You're right. I mean, it just, it just, it's like, it's one of those, like, you know, those kids on the playground that, you know, they make all these rules to play a game and then they're getting their butt kicked by it. And it's either like, no, the rules aren't fair. Change the rules or they're like, oh, I'm going to take my ball and go home. One of those kind of things. Right. And that's what it kind of feels like. They're kind of like this, the, the sour here's the thing. this whole thing. You would, know what I mean? Would would Crown would Crown have made those proposals had they won? Uh, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I mean their name is they, all over they the They tried proposals. they tried to go out and do something really different with this electronic stuff. Mm-hmm. 
Nobody's trying to say, well, we can't use QR codes and we can't have manipulatives in the audience anymore. Yeah. I don't know, man. I just, it just, I can I understand. Yeah. Like, I can understand but, to mm-hmm. a degree, like Zach was saying, like, it does there get should to be point. some sort of parameters to what you can't, as far like, as you can go. To I don't know if it's group. like like if I was going to compromise, right? If I was going to compromise one of these proposals, it would be to get rid of the on-field mics, but still allow like on-field is mean like on the performer, mm-hmm. but still allow to have those ensemble mics like. Yeah, on the and that's kind line. of what five sounds like. Yes, in a if way, that's, if that's the true, like, nature of the proposal, I'm fine with that. But when the the context of it comes through, does not make it feel like that. You know what I mean? Like it. it five feels is like one thing. Different. Proposal five is one thing, but proposal six, there's too much risk involved to loop something. And even for a core to play over, do you realize how in tune you have to be to play mm-hmm. over a pre-record? You have. Go back to connect noise. That the guy was that was looping those by hand had to play at exactly one eighty BPM. Like didn't didn't Crown loop in E equals MC squared with the one two three one two three that the whole thing? No, that was vocal. That was live vocal. The whole thing. Every yeah. time, yeah. Okay, all right. That was loud. Sorry, I just couldn't remember. It's... I don't know, but I mean, all these proposals come from three cores. It's scouts, crown. it's crown, and then Cavi's tagged on to uh, that fifth proposal, which is the brass ampl- amplifications. Which I think so... is weird because they used to be the kings of it. <laughs> the kings, but they used it. Oh. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see, you know, when this comes around, like we got what, uh, two weeks before that happens. I think somewhere around there. It'd be that, that, um, that Friday and Saturday after new year's, uh, day around the new year. So, um, I'm just really interested to see if any of these, these go through and if they do, what's going to happen. Cause if five, I, the, Wait, per percentage on five and six, what, are, what do you think the percentage of those passing will be? How many How many else other cores do you feel feel this way about amplification? Because that's, that's another the, factor of this. I don't know. Because my thing would be, it's not, it's not hurting me. It's like if I want to, I wanted, that was one thing that I we, I knew that we needed to get better at was we need to learn how to create a soundscape. If this is what's being used and this is what's being allowed, we need to learn how to do this. So I took it as a challenge to figure it out and to write and design to where I could maximize that. I, I feel like some cores would, would rather do that because if you take it away, that's a tool that that's a tool that no longer can be used. And whether you're using it or not, you know, 
I got a hammer. I might not need it now, but at some point I might need that thing. Yeah. Depending I mean, on the show. It'd be that really I interesting to, to see because um, how these proposals go through that they poll the the directors of the world and open class. Um, I just can't think of anybody that uses it like they do. I say it has a. I want to say. Will this go in effect for the 2023 season? I would, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd imagine so. Yeah, it says, says as part of the rules, Congress <laughs> process. Uh, so if that goes through and they've already started camp and everything, mm-hmm. they're going to have to go back and hit the edit button on some stuff, maybe? It's, I'm kind of glad Will did not join this, <laughs> this episode. Because I feel like percussion is not just the drum line. He he would we'd be here for another two hours. Will will <laughs> he's gonna have to he write can his, release his own episode. <laughs> he can he can write a whole thing on the comment section <laughs> how he feels about each proposal because I have a feeling uh, he uh, the two judging ones I think will pass. I think so too. I think and I think that, and I think that'll be fine. I don't think the time thing will pass. See, um, I do, man. I I just had this feeling, man, just the direction of how everything is going. I just feel like the strain and, and the and, – and this is not negative what I'm saying, but just like we talk about, you know, the mental health and the taxation that they have, you know, that's put on them, you know, that could, you know, sway some people. And then there could be other cores that take it to the other things like, oh, we only have to write a nine minute show now. Like, you know, this, that's the secondary part of that, that, you know, not in there, but we'll play a role in it. But I do agree with you. I think the two judges things have the best potential, especially the first one, the brass ensemble. I think that one definitely will, but I don't know. I'm interested about five or six. Cause I say right now with both of those, there's like a 10% chance maybe if that, but I guess this all depends on how instructors feel about all those things. If they have the same sentiment that those people do that wrote it. Can't beat them, join them or change the rules. Boy, if that does change. Tune into episode 20, whatever it's going to be on all of that cash because it's going to be crazy. So, well, that it? That's it, man. <laughs> no snicks. That's it. Unless you want another hour. And I a say half. we we might have a part two when you talk more, but no, it's this is good. Crazy, man. <laughs> crazy. Well, with that being said, uh, I, can I take us out on this one? Go for I, it. I'm feeling man. a little outro esque tonight. Uh, with that being said, we are gonna. Uh, we do want to wish everybody a nice holiday and New Year's uh, season, and we will see you all in 2023. Uh, yes. We're going to take some time to enjoy our winter break from school and our families, and I, I'm going to be doing a little traveling and uh, just trying to reset and recharge. And I've got 18 um, places to go with two kids. Yeah. Um, Not 18, but a lot. And, you know, just take that time, and, and we hope you all do the same. And um, enjoy your loved ones, enjoy your families and your friends that are like family and all the food. 
and festivities and all that good stuff. And, um, yeah, we hope that the closing of 2022 is good for everybody. And then the new year in 2023 is a fresh start if you need one. And, um, we're looking forward to all the things that WGI and BOA and DCI and all these other pageantry art circuits bring us in the next year. Um, and yeah, like I'll we like to, to say, this is that. episode Oh, that was next. You can find us on all social media platforms, Twitter, <laughs> Facebook, Instagram. We're also available on Spotify, Anchor FM, and YouTube. Um, this has been episode <laughs> insert number here of On the Back. <laughs> 21. <laughs> 20, Jeez, man. 21. Hey, we're not. <laughs> he's done. So he is done. He's done. Fine. He's done. He's, he's lost privileges. Dut, dut out. Well, I'm going to say oh, one geez. more thing. He might close his, his thing out, but yeah, he's out. So it's just me and you, Steph. So I just want to say thanks for growing this channel. It's been awesome. So yes. um, I've had a blast doing it. When we come back, it's going to be WGI. It's going to be that season. So Sport of the Arts. <laughs> Where we have 3,714 color guard classes and four percussion classes. Thank you. I'm in Division 2, Blue, Section A, Division 3, Cadet, Purple, 2A, Cadet, Spin. <laughs> what? Bro, no, um, no weapons. <laughs> if you like what you heard, like, comment, share, subscribe, uh, like, like they cross all the social media aspects. Uh, I'd like to reiterate what these guys said. It's been a pleasure to be doing this. We've been at this for six months, and it's been a blast. Yeah. Um, uh, we've had a blast doing it, and hopefully you guys have enjoyed it too. Um, like I said, like I said, we'll be back. You may see a short or something. Um, there may be a chance that we'll get together and just have a say so or something, or something like that. Um, but but we'll be back full blast at, in January. After we recharge and get ready for indoor. So I'm going to have more gray hair because that's my time of year where things get fun. But, um, but yeah, so it's going to be a blast. So for Chris, Zach, and Will, who's not with us, but wish he could be with us, my name is Cedric. It's been episode 21 of On the Back Hash. Um, happy Christmas, happy Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa, happy New Year, happy all the things. Take care of each other, enjoy your family, love one another, uh, and we'll see you guys later. So for the last time in 2022, we're out of here. Dut, dut, dut out. out. I miss you. I miss you, Will. <laughs> 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 <laughs>